We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Forty-four years ago, today, Miracle on Ice. The clip, the part of that clip. This is not the hot take uh, that actually gets me more than. Do you believe in miracles? When Al Michaels says eleven seconds, there's something about the way he says eleven seconds. We're like, holy bleep! It's really going to happen. Yeah, that just gets me. It gives me chills every time. Miracle on Ice. Forty-four years ago, this day in history. By the way, good morning, Jeremy and Joe. There are three big ones. Yeah. Because I teased this one, and these two in the break were like, what about this one? What about this one? It's the anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. It's also the 13-year anniversary of Terry Pagula's introductory presser. Mm -hmm. Pagula Day. Yeah. Starting today, the sole reason existence is the Stanley Cup. It's also the anniversary of the single greatest night in the KeyBank Center, then HSBC Arena, in my opinion, at least the one that I was at. Game five against the Rangers, pretty good too. <laughs> the Ottawa Brawl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the 17 year anniversary of that. Yep, 17 years. Man, I'm getting old. 17 years. 17 years. Right, I did the math on that. Right, 
2007. Yeah, 07 to 24. Oh, yeah, the 06, yeah. The 06 07 Sabres, and they play Ottawa, mm-hmm. and Drury gets tagged by Neil, and that is 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. We'll have to play that clip a little bit later. Because that's it, a great highlight. It really is. It's amazing. And All of it. Is it? It's like peak RJ, too. Well, it, I like, well there's, there's that. But I wanted to ask you, like, Ron Burgundy and Anchorman, and that is in no way pathetic. You know, <laughs> if we listen to it and get choked up, is that pathetic? No, it's... No, because it, it, they're, it it's layered, right? It's that night is unbelievable, and at the same time, I'm brought to tears because I'm so sad about how the fact that we haven't been anything close to that. That's what I mean. I would be... Listening to it, and we we will, of course. I'll listen to it and think about how much we loved that team, that time, that rivalry, being in the building with a with with a crowd like that, like where that's your rival, your first versus second in the division, and all they're fighting. And now Lindy's going over the boards, and just like yeah. ah, no, I, that, I that's that, not pathetic at all. That's a time when yeah, right. Like you want to wax poetic and say the connection from the team to the city was. Uh, ironclad every night every night was an event every night was down to the arena who are you going to see and that one against Ottawa we had a couple of big nights against Ottawa that wasn't the only one Mm -hmm. when Ottawa came to town for a good year of course there's the playoff series the year before where the Ottawa Senators were more of the juggernaut and the Sabres took them down and then the poetic justice of the following year Ottawa taking the Sabres down Mm -hmm. in the same round in the same amount of games in five games yeah I would have just liked to be, like, it's, it's again, like, the sadness part of it. I just want to wake up the next morning and, like, look forward to going wherever. Like, that would have been, I mean, that for me, that's how long ago it was for me. It would have been middle school for me. Just, like, the excitement of going into school that day to, like, just know everyone's going to be like, did you see what happened last night? I would like to see what Twitter would be like on a night like that. Oh. Man, imagine if we had Twitter for that game. It probably existed for like 10, 10 people listening, because it's been around for a long time. Whatever. I don't, I don't know that far back. Not seventeen years. Okay. I don't know about that. Man, Miracle on Ice, the Ottawa Brawl, mm-hmm. and Terry Pagula speech introducing the new owner of the Sabers. Yep. What's going to happen today? <laughs> what could be the biggest thing that happens today? But the Ottawa fight game. The other thing about it is, I don't know if I don't know if you really have to do this, Joe. The complicated relationship you might have with fighting in the NHL and cheap shots and mm-hmm. frontier justice. It's very possible that we have, not everybody, but some of us have felt a disconnect to that whole, that's stupid because the Sabres really haven't had meaningful games. The one thing about hockey that's always been clear to me is with fighting and with cheap shots and with a night like that night against Ottawa 17 years ago. It's the only sport that makes you feel like you want to jump onto the playing field and fight also. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you want to you, you go to a Bills game and it gets dust, you know, things get fired up or there's a dust up between two players like, oh, look at this, they're going after it. Maybe if there's a brawl in baseball, it's, wow, cool, look at this. But in hockey, the emotion in that building of a night like that where, and, and Lindy, of course, in that moment is so perfectly representing what fans are feeling. Like, you go after our captain, I mean, Drury gets hit in the head by 
a cheap shot artist who has his number retired. Oh, it's still, it's still by, by unbelievable. That that Chris, like we we hated so many of those players on that team. Man, it's just I don't really have a conflicting relationship where I think, oh, you know, fighting now and sending mm-hmm. guys out and sending Peters and Coletta over the, and Mayer over the boards. Oh, that's cheap. You find your coach. I don't. I don't really think about it in terms of what it would mean today, mm-hmm. because at that time that was, I mean, that was a rivalry. It was all. It was what it was was organic on some level. Even though Lindy, yeah. even though Lindy created the moment by doing it, it was it was very <laughs> right. much organic. <laughs> right. Like all right, enough enough of this. And then of course Marty fights Ray Emery and Peters fights Emery and it's just yep. There have been uglier brawls. The the brawl itself mm-hmm. is not ugly. It really isn't. No, not really. Nobody gets lit up and dusted. And the guy actually got lit up the most. If you watch back, like if you watch those videos far enough into like the replays, you see Mayor tagging Spezza, like while he's getting grabbed. But that's kind of off camera. Like they're not really showing that. And yeah. even like Spezza's fine after. So no one really got like, you know. Claude Lemieux and the famous was, uh, Red Wings and Avalanche brawl. That's what I was going to say. If you watched that, was it a 30 for 30? Yeah. Uh, it was like an E60. Sure. E60. If yeah. you watched that series about the Red Wings and the Avalanche, those brawls, they were oh, ugly. Lemieux, when McCarty gets, Darren McCarty gets Claude Lemieux, Lemieux's leaving the ice with like his face is like, they got him bad. Yep. They got him bad. He got like kneed in the face into the boards. And if there's a single highlight of this brawl, between the Sabres and Senators 17 years ago, isn't it Lindy and Brian Murray? That's the number one highlight. Sure, you know, Baran and Emery, a goalie fight I can remember in the Peters moment. Peters and Emery. Peters and Emery, sure. Yeah, like you've, yeah. got, you've got moments there, but the thing that being in the building that night, the thing that, rem- that I think about the most is the, of course, we, we got to play the highlight. We'll play the whole thing, and we'll have to bleep out the swearing. Um, but the thing that, that I remember is, if you're in the building that night, which I am, and I can remember thinking, like, oh, my God, I'm going to see a goalie fight. Which where is, are you in the crowd again? I'm on the 100 level, and I am I am in seats where I can look directly into the Sabres tunnel. Okay. Across from the Sabres bench, yeah. I can look directly into the tunnel. I am standing on my seat. Something that, <laughs> has anybody done that in the last 10 years? Stood on, on your seat? seat? But this was everybody trying to get up to see the, you know, the oh, my God, I'm going to see a goalie fight. But the things, the swells of the crowd, it, it was like being in, I can only imagine, like the Coliseum when gladiators are fighting. Mm-hmm. The swell in the crowd when everybody realizes that Lindy and Brian Murray are going at it. That, to me, is this, the, the sound of that mm-hmm. will like get me choked up every time. Like, holy cow. And yeah. we can talk about, till we're blue in the face, how much we miss that team and the way that that team played. But one of the things we probably really miss is that crowd. Imagine being a part of that again. Imagine if you could. How much would you pay? All right. How much would you pay for a virtual reality experience? You put a headset on and it's totally immersive and they could take you back into that night and sit in that building and be a part of that crowd to really, truly feel that again. I don't know if I have enough money. (laughs) I don't know if I have enough. If I gave you the choice between that and, I don't know, like playing Augusta, maybe you'd play Augusta. But the point is, that feels ah. that feels so far away. That feels it feels seventeen years away. It feels yeah, feels like it's fifty years away. 
but it doesn't have to be. There have been there were great nights in that arena last year, and they just have to be competitive again. And I'm sure that everyone would welcome it back, of course. Mm-hmm. But man, the brawl. Well, you mentioned how like it's not really organic though. Like last night, maybe that started to happen a little bit. But what are the best nights? In the arena during the drought here, like it's nights that, like to their own credit, like you know they they were deserving, and I think the Sabers did a great job of pulling them off. But like RJ night is that night, right? And you have what's a, what's another one where Miller Miller's night where they come back and they they win against the Islanders in overtime, like and the crowd is full for Miller and everyone's energized because of that. You're really only getting. You're, you know, not only, but the big nights that are memorable, you're only getting because of nostalgia, right? Yeah. Nostalgia is the only thing that's really, I think, keeping this this thing going right now. That keeps you believing that there's hope because you've seen it before. It's just been a really long time. Just reading some tweets about this. Baron traded three days later. Brandon pointing that out. Thank you. Is that right? Was that his last game then? They went to Ottawa two nights later. Everyone knows it's Colette. It was Coletta's first, first game. ever game. Coletta's first game. Yeah, MacArthur scored his first goal, I think. Yep, that's right. And the Sabers winning a shootout. Yeah. Also, Drew Stafford in that shootout had a great goal. One thing you might may or may not remember, I do randomly the the game the next night was two days later, and I remember Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon saying the NHL should not allow the game to be played. <laughs> Come on. Because there'd be too much blood. Come on. There'd be too much retribution. They were going to fight too much. The NHL needs to step in and stop this game from happening. Uh, Marty did start that next Ottawa game, and then that was it. No. Jim in Wheatfield. Hey, Jim, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. I just had a real quick uh, movie, movie trivia point. Uh, you had mentioned about the, the anniversary of Miracle, and I watched a special on that movie and they were interviewing Al Michaels, and he said when they kept trying to recreate the uh, that last part of it, they could never get the intensity and the emotion of it. So they ended up doing it, and it's funny, it happens right at the 11-second mark. When he says you have 11 seconds, if you have it turned up loud enough and listen close enough, it actually cuts to the actual last 10 seconds of the game because they just couldn't recreate the emotion. So he said they, they tried and tried, and there's just no way they could do it, and he wasn't happy with it. So that's what they decided to do. So if you watch the movie, like I said, when he says you have 11 seconds or 10 seconds, you can actually hear it from his voice to the audio clip from back then. This kind of a little trivia thing to throw in there. Yeah. Very, thanks, Jim. Thanks for adding that in. Very cool. I don't know the last time I watched Miracle. I've Every year, I would say on the anniversary, I watch like the last minute. Not even just like the last like ten seconds. I yeah. watch the last minute just because I like seeing the buildup of everyone realizing like holy bleep this is about to happen. I've been to Lake Placid since mm-hmm. seeing the movie. You know, knowing of course where it happened and driving by the the rink right there in downtown Lake Placid if there is a downtown. Um, hmm. It also we tease going to the break. It also is the source of your yes. hottest take. My hottest take that uh, that night. <laughs> or day? Was it even during the day? It was actually, wasn't it on tape delay? I believe it was on tape delay. It was on tape delay. Yeah. Okay. So the, you didn't have people on Twitter spoiling it. So whenever it aired is when it was going to air. Yeah. Uh, my hottest take. Okay. So the the U.S. wins that game. I think it is the single worst thing to ever happen to USA hockey. <laughs> like I said, 
hottest take you've got. It's the worst thing to ever happen to USA Hockey. Because forever after, not forever, maybe now it's different, but for 40 years after they win that game, then they're just looking for the toughest, hardest, the right players, right? He says it in the movie, Herb Brooks, I'm not looking for the best players, I'm looking for the right ones. That right there, that mentality ruined USA Hockey for 40 years after. <laughs> it's why that's the only gold medal they have. That and Bettman doesn't let them play. Uh, right. But that too. And I might want to even go a step further and oh, say... Oh, it's getting hotter. It's one of the worst things to ever happen in sports. Listen to this guy. Yeah? Because now forever people think it's the right players, not the best ones. No, it's the best ones. It's the best ones. It always has been. It is. Do I need to dig into shot attempts in the Soviet <laughs> Union versus U.S. game in 1980? You want to you corsi it is what you're saying? I want to expected goals. What were expected goals in that game? Like 8-1? to one? I actually don't know the answer to that question. I shouldn't guess. Somebody probably went back and charted it. Of course, there's the, you know, you played a backup goalie. For, right, like, for a period, yeah. yeah. Bad coaching on yeah. the Soviet uh, end of things. Yep. He Hub- took uh, Trechiak out. Hubris. Yep. It's why they, uh, again, what's the last international tournament they would have had for this? There, there was an Olympics once where I think I really buckled down on this, where they left, if I remember right, the U.S. left Phil Kessel home. And this would have been like prime Phil Kessel. So what, like 40 goals scoring Phil Kessel? And they left him home in favor of like Justin Abdelkader. Just like fourth liner, you know, like 15 goal guy. And they brought another Brandon Dubinsky, maybe because he was played. He used to play tough against Crosby. Just the most archaic way of thinking ever. Like we're gonna outmuscle him. We're gonna leave this forty goal scorer home because we're, we're look at the Olympics. You know, uh, nineteen eighty. How'd they win that one? The right players, not the best ones. The right ones. Yeah, hate it. It's the worst. What's my hottest take? I'm going to think about it for a while. Worst thing to ever happen in hockey. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> Terrible. That's a spicy one. The general idea, though, like, I, I get it. I know what you're, the, the case you're making, at least. If that never happens, you know, we might be a little bit further along as a sport, I think. They're getting there, though. I think the, the sport's getting smarter. Well, one thing that comes of that, or if you wanted to make a modern-day comparison, what if... The Stanley Cup playoffs were single elimination. Not best of seven. Just single elimination. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Because, right. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a one-off. One game. You yep. win one game and you you get to claim history. Like th- Think about this for, this for football versus the other sports. You win one game and you get it, – it's your story. The whole history. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened. The Cowboys and Packers, the Cowboys this year, lose to the Packers in one game. Have a bad game. It's a bad day to have a bad day. Would the Cowboys have beaten them in a seven-game series? Well, of course, we'll never get to know, and that's just not the nature of the sport. But single elimination. I feel like it's harder. Maybe maybe this is this is not right, but the guys that are treated in sports as the best ever that didn't win one, where mm-hmm. is that the most cruel? Is it football? Because it's all single elimination? So-and-so doesn't yeah. have a t- When LeBron yeah. didn't have a title, and you try to make the case he would never win, those are best-of-seven series, and sure, maybe his, his, the, his supporting cast weren't as good, but 
if I'm looking at the end of their careers, Dak Prescott never won a title versus uh, like Russell Westbrook. I, I don't want to make direct comparisons. What I'm, you know what I'm getting at, though. Yep. Wh- which is more unfair, where it's a seven-game series or it's a one-game series? In terms of judging, when it's a seven game series. judging the best on whether or not they are good enough to be considered great, because you know how, how it goes. Everything is about championships. Yeah. The and <laughs> to think back on uh, Miracle on Ice again, like that that's not that's not going to be the Miracle on Ice if it's a three game series, no, or if it's a five game series or anything of the sort. Yeah. We it's a kind of an inexact measurement. This is kind of a college football thing too, isn't it? Like that's even maybe more so. I've heard this discussion on that in recent days because they just reannounced the like yeah. what the twelve team format's going to be, and that one's even less exact because that's only two games, and it's the subjective part of it too. So there are some teams you're not even have to play. You know, like does Michigan still win the national championship if they have to play Georgia in a different type of format? Yeah, like a lot of it really is arbitrary. It's introducing randomness. Yeah. When you go yeah. for more rounds and single eliminations, it introduces randomness. Yeah. Anyway, eight oh three oh five fifty. John and Marilla, a reply to Joe's hot take. Hey, hey, John. Good morning. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, Joe, you're completely off base <laughs> on your hot take because you weren't even born back then, so you probably don't know that there were a bunch of teenage kids playing against grown men. Grown NHLers, some of the best players in the world. You couldn't have 19 Sam Bensons going against these guys because they would not be able to physically compete. So Herb Brooks knew exactly what he was doing with the guys that he was picking. He was picking guys that would be able to stand up to grown men physically and mentally. And he was a a tremendous coach. He, He knew exactly what he was doing, and he did it. Period. So he picked the biggest players, kind of, in, in in that sense, the most mature ones. They did, by the, they, by, they did, by the way, they got they got the out. The shot attempts in that game were forty six to twenty one. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. Did he pick the? Did he just have the? Did he get the most mature mental players, or well, did their goalie just have it a great game? Your how much of your your take here is not necessarily about the job Herb Brooks did. It's more the takeaway from it. That's more of it. That's, That's more of what you're of, th- of what this this yeah this he, belief system you've you've built around. Because I understand the spot he he only had to pick from college players. Yeah. When they were about to go play, right, thirty-year-old Soviet superstars, I get, I get it, but right, no, it's way more for me about what the lesson got taken away from that game for the next three decades by the sports world and especially hockey. Well, hockey's got a lot of this built in, and without necessarily agreeing with your take, remember when Latvia almost beat Canada? Yes, yeah, it's like what a great coaching. The last jo- Olympics what, we cared about. What, what a yeah. great coaching job! Like, well, the goalie made like fifty saves. <laughs> uh, you know, you right, got absolutely. Right dominated, and the goalie made a bunch of saves. So, hey, the coach did a great job with that team. They they believed. You know, hey, it is what it is. 803-0550, Your hottest take. Um, all right, what's coming up on the show? We've got more Sabres breakdown from last night. Uh, we've got a Pittsburgh guest. We've got to play the brawl for you. We've got to play the brawl. Wide receiver idea of the day. You know what? Let's do that next. i got a wide receiver idea of the all day right. for you. 
Sal has been, I want to say, hinting at a potential possibility of a mm-hmm. wide receiver idea. And I want to run it by it. The wide receiver idea of the day next. If you want to give a call on the brawl or the miracle on ice, you can do that as well. Jeremy and Joe here on WGR. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You need to create explosive plays. All aboard! All right, Sabres get a win, 3-2 over Montreal. If you want to throw a thought our way, I'm happy to have it. But did promise the wide receiver idea of the day. Talked a little bit about uh, free agency and how the uh, the Bills might feel like a, a person sitting out while some of these other teams are spending lots of money. Maybe that's for the best, you know? Sometimes you sign bad deals. Yeah. Hey, can't sign bad deals if you can't sign any deals. Hmm? How about that? Silver lining on free agency for the Bills. They'll sign some. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. It's uh, Thursday. It's the anniversary of the Miracle on Ice, anniversary of the Ottawa Brawl, anniversary of Terry Pagula's introductory press conference. But we've got the wide receiver idea of the day. We teased it. I'm going to do it here. So I had somebody write me this as an email, too. Well, And by the way, if you wanted to have a wide receiver idea of the day discussed, just send it our way. We've gotten suggestions along the way for Marquise Brown. I've got mm-hmm. one in the hopper to trade for Devonta Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that. There's that really? Yeah. Trade for Jerry Judy. Like, you know, there's 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 yeah. lots of ideas out there. Here's one that's still whatever. It's the closest one to the Bills, and we don't get into it that much. But I mentioned Sal's been teasing this idea that the Bills are very much still in contact with Gabe Davis. So 
wide receiver idea of the day, Gabe Davis comes back on a cheap deal. I would be rooting very hard against that. In mostly because I would be very afraid of the role that he is going to play and how that is going to impact future decision making. Like I think I heard you say the other day, like if that came with like they still have to draft a rookie. Yeah, for sure. They would still have to draft a rookie. This is where to me I if they sign Gabe Davis, I might question how much they would really be motivated to do that because all right, let's say they figure out the money with Gabe Davis. He gets some sense of what his market's going to be, and the Bills find the Leonard Floyd money amount of money, the Connor McGovern amount of money, and they think, okay, well, we can offer you three years at $7.5 million. We found this. To me, what I would hope and what I would question is true is there would still be a hurdle to jump over which would be Brandon Bean going to Gabriel Davis and saying, okay, so we've got the money figured out, but here's what I need I need you to sign off on to get this done. Are you going to be okay with being benched if it happens? Are you going to be okay being benched? Getting fewer snaps. Yeah, but even outright benched, if they draft, like we're, we might draft a first-round rookie receiver, and if that guy comes in and is great, if he's Jefferson, if he's Ayuk, if he's Pittman, if he's any of these guys, like you don't have a spot out here. You you're not really playing. You play ninety plus percent of the snaps in past years. You're to me, this is what I would need Gabriel Davis to sign off on. Beyond the money, you need to sign off on your role being what it was in your first two seasons. Yeah. You're getting paid a lot more for it. You're getting paid more for it, but you're you're a role player. You're a you're not even a starter anymore. Yeah. To me, if things go well, if things go well, you are not a starter on this football team. One of the things that's interesting about Davis's spot right here is, you know, is his agent, they, they, they put out highlight videos, and they put out very, very specifically the che- numbers. Yeah, yeah, I mean, cherry-picked might be aggressive. I mean, they're there. I like, mean, they're real stats. Y- yes, they're that's not- right, but they're, they're odd stats. Some of them are a little bit weird. Like, Some of them, yeah. Hey, look at the most catches for the 2020 to 2022 playoff seasons. Like, well, yeah, 200 yards of that was in one game, and that game does count. Some of them are, like... Legit, like explosive reception rate. Isn't yeah, that... and first down rate. There's, there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah. What I wonder about with Davis is, let's let's look at the the, the body of work of Bean and McDermott and players that leave. How many players have left? You've known they're good when they leave, and then they blossom. And the mm-hmm. reason I put that specific phrase on it is, if I told you. Or if I ask you to say, like, who's the player they regret letting leave the most? You might say Wyatt Teller. Right? Wyatt Probably, Teller yeah. became one of the best guards in football. Yeah. But there was no indication he was good before that. Right. It's not like they said, yeah, we just can't afford you, and then he blossomed. It, it, was, mm-hmm. it was more of a miss or more of a he didn't show anything. If you think about other guys to leave, like Jordan Phillips. I, I think Jordan Phillips is actually a great Gabe comparison. Jordan Phillips in this defense had nine and a half sacks. Yep. And the Bills let him walk. Yeah, because he, he got he got like a real contract. Yes, he did. Yeah, the Bills let him walk. Like, yeah, good player, had a good year here, nine and a half sacks. But we don't think that he's that kind of player. I I mentioned like give Gabe the Connor McGovern contract, which was what three years, twenty two million. I mentioned Phillips got three years, thirty million from the Cardinals, and there was no way the Bills were going to do that. And how long did he last in Arizona? Three years, thirty million. 
Uh, two, play, years. two years. Two years. He's out, and he comes back to Buffalo, and he's playing on pennies for the dollar, comparatively. He still got paid decently. But to me, if you look at the Bills players, when they let Beasley walk, what did Beasley do? He disappeared. It was over. Yep. Now, with Davis, they're not betting on his age. With Davis walking, they probably would like to keep him, but just from a money standpoint, they can't unless it comes in at the right number. If you were to tell me they brought Davis back on a you know, seven million, one year, seven million. Like, see, see if the market is better for you next year. Which, by the way, if you're a wide receiver and you're playing the game, and you're Gabe Davis, I haven't looked at who next year's receivers are, but of all the years to be the twelfth best free agent wide receiver hitting the market, this is the worst year to do it. Mm-hmm. The guys in front of you are kings, and the draft class is the draft class is completely loaded. Mm-hmm. So if I need a receiver, I've got a lot of ideas. And Davis, I, maybe somebody signs him the first day of free agency. Maybe he waits to laugh for the draft because yeah. you have so many different options. So the idea of the Bills bringing him back to me, it's not the worst thing in the world. I would still, of course, want another one. It would have to be cheap. And I wonder just if Davis would want a short-term deal with, again, if you sign him to $7 million, he's made four total in his career. I would, yeah, I know. That, that would be, though... Ultra terror. Even if they drafted a guy, it would be. It would remind me of like the Sabers bringing back Kyle Poso this year. Like, what am I really doing? I'm taking up a spot that probably should go to a younger player. That, and, and I'm doing it. Why? I'm going to have pressure to play him because he's a captain and he's the hardest working guy on the team, and they love his DNA and they love his makeup. All of these things terrify me about him being on the roster. In that role, with that respect from the players, the quarterback, the organization, Allen retweeted his stuff the other day when he tweeted it out, I would be terrified of what happens if the rookie's great. What happens, I mean, I would like to believe he'll just be on the field, but I think there'd be some pressure to play Gabe Davis, even if it's on a one-year contract, because of what he means to the guys in that locker room, the coaching staff, and the team. So, to me, I think if he's here, what's likely happening is he's blocking the development of my of my first round or second round receiver. People, it's funny you say that because people said that about Emmanuel Sanders. Like, why have Sanders? You have Davis. Davis is ready, right? And that Davis yeah. was blocked out by Emmanuel Sanders. Turned out though that that was a good idea for him to to block out Davis for a little while. Yeah, but do you remember when Davis finally got going that year? It's when Sanders got hurt. Like what? If maybe I, maybe I should just bet or just give them enough credit to say, you know, Davis playing the way he did, they would have got to him playing the way he did by the end of the season, no matter what. But he didn't really get on the field a lot until Sanders got injured, and I think that 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 kind of matters here. I mean, the Davis being my number four receiver, I, I'm in a vacuum. I'm okay with that, but I don't like what it sounds like that would mean if he's back on the team next year. Like I just trying to picture how that goes, how they treat having him in the building and the rookie shows up and is really awesome. I don't want to be too afraid of that. If the rookie's yeah. awesome, the rookie's awesome and I think I'm in a pretty good spot. But I would be afraid about how much they'd want to give that rookie a role. 8030550. There's your wide receiver idea of the day is Gabe Davis back on a smaller deal. We'll see what happens with him. Other Player movement odds. We got an email about like next team likelihood. Yep. This is where we used to live, where running backs are, hey, so and so is most likely to go to the Bills. 
I did see a big name running back where the Bills are kind of high on the list. Oh, we're back. To, we're back to doing this. Not quite. It's not quite. Oh, Derrick Henry. They're the number one team for Derrick Henry. Yeah. Or Jacobs or Barkley. ESPN yesterday. I think it was was it Dan Graziano. Somebody put Barkley on the Bills. Oh right, yeah, I'm, yeah. I saw not that. that. Yep. Let me give you an old name for this. Now we're on to running back. Running back idea of the day. Kamara. Yeah. Alvin Kamara. He's twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Right. He's on the. He's uh he's one of those whenever you read an article about potential cap cut casualties uh, this offseason, he's always on that list. Right. They are a billion dollars over the cap. And he's got a big salary. Yeah. Yeah. Kamara. How do you like it? As a receiving back, is he not the pass catching back, maybe in his prime, that they've always wanted? And if you don't trust James Cook for being your pass catching back, I mean Kamara is the veteran. He's, pass catcher, he's yeah, he's but he's like an all around guy too. Like he's, but you probably would want to put that load on him this year. His carries, I mean, last year he had 180 carries. The the previous two seasons he went over 200. Yeah, man, he had one of the least efficient receiving seasons though, ever. Like it was nuts. He ended the year. I mean, maybe this is more a Saints number I, I, than than him because he had. He had 75 catches. 75 catches. For 466 yards. Yeah. He had a game. The first, it, was, it, was a, it was like a fantasy revelation. Uh, it was like a hotly debated thing at the time. Like PPR versus standard. Like what's he, right? He had like 10 catches for 12 yards he, or something. He, it was a record. Week four, he had 13 catches for 33 yards. <laughs> right. 13 catches for 33 yards. And he had a couple more uh, not that extreme but he had other numbers like that throughout the season. So, but isn't that most likely a Derek Carr stat? Yeah, probably. Or the Saints' offense stat? The, the, probably. To me, the takeaway is I'm not telling you that Kamara is a you know a big money signing the Bills should make. But if he is a cap casualty, I saw the you know on next team the Bills were pretty high up, and to me, I could see it making sense. He's a pass catching running back mm-hmm. who catch it. Obviously, he's been a great pass catcher his entire career. And you wouldn't even be asking him to be. I mean, there's no way to get 75 catches. You might be looking no. for 22. Well, my my thought on what they really will need at running back, they'll need like that hammer back, right? Which could just be Ty Johnson again, uh, short yard stuff, and like you know, just a spell to James Cook. The most vacated snaps that they're going to have at the running back position next year are third down snaps. The the Latavius Murray snaps. Yeah, he was in there. Because he was the only one they trusted to block, and then that often resulted in him being thrown the football. And that did not go well. Which is like, every time he caught the football, wasn't it, how is Latavius Murray the guy catching the football right now? Mm -hmm. Well, why he was, is because you didn't have a pass-catching running back you trusted on third downs. James Cook can't block enough to play on third downs, I guess. So, wouldn't Kamara be that? He'd at least be that. He might be more. Maybe he could be your thumper on top of it because he's actually been a good goal line back in the past. So if you can get him cheap, I'm not like hateful of this idea because I think he replaces – he he's taking all those Latavius Murray snaps on third down next year, and I, I would feel okay about that. With it, Cook still being the number one, though, yeah. I think it'd help. 803-0550, if you'd like to join us and uh, jump in. Justin Fields, funny story about Justin Fields. He unfollowed the Bears on Instagram, and he was flat out asked about it on that Amon Ross St. Brown podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a really funny video because 
when you see him actually addressing it. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why does anybody care? It's so stupid. He's, he basically said, I decided to unfollow a lot of NFL stuff, kind of clean my timeline. I, just, I don't need to be seeing this, which I think is a totally fair answer. It's also what you would say, though, if you unfollowed them because you want out. Right. Sure. Right? Might be. Should he want out? Probably. Should he want out? Yeah, maybe, maybe not. They're about to have a good team around him. They, they kind of. He might. Re- yeah, he might not want out because they, they. they let, let's let's put it this way: if they were to trade out of that pick, they're already are starting to build around him, and then they would have what, like a bazillion more picks. They have a lot. The mock the mock trades for that are fun. For the what trading up to one? Yeah, what they could get. It, it's the kind of the mock trades on what they could get, what they could ask for. It would make your dynasty fantasy football heart jealous to have this many future <laughs> ones and twos. Uh-huh. Warms the heart of a fantasy dynasty player. Eight oh three oh five fifty. The latest report on the Eagles' downfall is probably one of the funniest things that's ever been suggested, and we just have to stop believing what NFL teams try to tell us. That's next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Okay, the number is 716-2214-WGR. Callers 5 and 6 win a pair of tickets to see Kenny Chesney at Darien Lake June 27th. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Tickets courtesy of Live Nation. Callers 5 and 6 to win a pair of tickets to see Kenny Chesney. Call 2214-WGR. Do not call our normal line. I mean, you can to talk to us, but that's not how to win the contest. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. Happy Thursday. Tease the break. There's a story out of Philadelphia that is funny. I mean, I I don't know how you wouldn't say it's anything other than funny. A report out of Philadelphia, Derek Gunn, longtime Eagles reporter, Mm -hmm. says the banishment of Eagles security chief Dom DeSandro from the sidelines, this happened during the Eagles-Niners game. Yep. Dre Greenlaw got into it with the Eagles security chief, and he got kicked out of the game. Mm-hmm. And he was banned from the sidelines. So did Dre Greenlaw, by the right, way. Right, which was ridiculous. But Dom DeSandro was banned for the sidelines for the rest of the season. And according to Derek Gunn, reporting on the Eagles, that banishment was a problem. Gunn posted, he tweeted, that Big Dom, his job is to control Sirianni emotions on the sideline, and in his absence, Nick gets in numerous arguments with players and coaches during games. The Eagles went into a free fall after his suspension, which lasted the rest of the regular season. They only won one more game on Christmas over the Giants. Sirianni admitted he was too tense during that game. 
The Eagles then lost in the wild card round 32 to 9. So his the the suggested the explanation for the Eagles downfall here. is their security chief was no longer on the sidelines. Big, big Dom got uh got t- Mike Florio writes if accurate, the Eagles should rebound when 2024 rolls around with this, <laughs> with DeSandro back on the job. Come on. <laughs> that, that's even worse. They should rebound. My takeaway would be if your head coach and him doing his job is predicated on Dom being on the sidelines, then you need a new head coach. It's pretty wild. They did fire the rest of the coaching staff after the season. They did, yeah. The O.C., they fired the defensive coordinator. They made yep. a change in defensive quarter from coordinator from Sean Desai to Matt Patricia. Yep. Turns out it was none of that, Joe. It was that big no, Dom. Dom. Dom was not on the sidelines. That's one of the worst excuses for a season <laughs> not going the way it should have I've ever heard in my entire life. Yep. That the security chief, who, by the way, deserved to be banned. He, like, he, he got in a fight with a player. It. He started a fight with a player. You got what you deserved. Suspended for the season. 803-0550, I've got a stat of the day for you, second stat of the day. We went early on, but this this is the one I had planned to get to. One one little thing for NFL offseason stuff is rule changes. You know, we're talking a lot about free agency and the combines next week, but rule changes. The NFL's kickoff and uh, touchback percentage. So this past year, 2023, mm-hmm. in 2000. 13, you had touchbacks on 50% of kicks. Mm-hmm. This last year, it was 77%. Okay. 77% of kicks won as touchbacks. How much of that is because of the fair catch? Well, probably a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is the first year that it's, you had yeah, that. Yeah, the, the kickers yeah. aren't different. It's 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 the rules, and yeah. it's the accepting of a fair catch. I wonder if the NFL is happy about that, if we see more tweaking of that. We know they're going to talk about the tush push. We know they're going to talk about fumbling into the end zone. Goodell did say he wanted to keep kickoffs in around, and he said something along those lines, didn't he? I think there's a good point to be made about. Do you miss kickoff returns? Sure, but how much do you actually miss them? You don't notice it. The game is fine. You're there to see quarterbacks play. Anyway, Saturday, seventy-seven percent of kickoffs went for touchbacks. Saturday, brought to you by Seneca Gaming in Irving. Earn entries in the game room now through March thirtieth for a chance to win a brand new twenty twenty-four Ford Bronco. Jeremy and Joe on a Thursday morning. Temperatures, uh, you know, nice, decent. Going to hang around the forties today and get chillier through the week. So, plan accordingly. Winter is uh, not quite, not quite gone. Although the next, last couple of days were pretty nice. When we get back, we'll relive a few of those moments of the Ottawa Brawl just because, you know, it's good to feel alive every once in a while regarding the hockey team. They did win last night, 3-2 over the Montreal Canadiens as well. And, uh, yeah, nice to get a win. Well, so Montreal's happy too, though. Everyone's happy. Everybody's happy. Good. Good to see Alex Tuck score. Good to see Skinner score for the first time in 10 games. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. 8.30, we'll talk with uh, Pittsburgh, Locked On Steelers guy, talk about their plans at quarterback and uh, what the Steelers are doing going forward as well. So stay tuned. That's all coming up next hour here on WGR. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.